0: Being confident in our skin is something we all want, but melasma, dark spots, and fine lines get in the way. Aren't you tired of wasting money on ineffective products, laser treatments, and peels that don't work? Well, I'm so excited to tell you how tens of thousands of women have newfound confidence after trying Muesli Face RX. Muesli Face RX is a customized prescription skincare treatment that is 10 times more powerful than over the counter products and most prescription medications. And it's delivered to your door. The spot cream is proven to effectively remove 20 years of dark spots in as little as two weeks. The skin regeneration set minimizes signs of aging and refines complexion. To get your treatment plan, take a three minute online questionnaire and upload a few photos of your skin. A board certified dermatologist will assess your concerns, prescribe a personalized treatment, then it's shipped directly to you. You can chat with your appointed dermatologist anytime during the first 60 days of your treatment. Honestly, you can't beat this price. Muesli Face RX is so affordable, you get way more than you pay for. Check out what thousands of women who are just like you have to say about Muesli Face RX. If that isn't enough, Muesli has a 60-day result guarantee or your money back. Go to Muesli.com/ladies to get 20% off your first order. That's M U S E L Y dot com slash ladies for 20% off your first order. From Podcast One and the Lady Gang, are you ready for a relatable, unapologetic take on life? This is the Ladies Like Us podcast with Nazanine Mandy and Nadia Moham.
1: And welcome back to another episode of Ladies Like Us. I am Nadia Moham. And I'm Nazneen Mandy. Good morning. And we are still Zooming. <laughs> yep. Straight from quarantine. Um, yeah. Different day. Same place. <laughs> right now. For real. I'm, I am currently upstairs in my room on the, on my bed. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I figured. I, same thing. I've been doing a lot of work from here. That's good.
0: Yeah. Just, which is great. But, um, yeah, uh, this needs to be over.
1: I know. I and know. it's not
0: going to be over for a while.
1: No, it's not. And did you catch Trump saying he wanted this to be over by Easter? Yes, I did. And it's laughable. I just, I cannot, you know, it's, this is such a defining moment for him and his administration because it's, you know, great leaders should rise during um, critical times. And he is not doing that. And it's clearly evident. And just the amount of back and forth that he's done and every press conference, I swear to God, I like, he doesn't say anything substantial. All he does is sit there and talk about what a great job they're doing and that's it. It's just mind blowing. Nothing is consistent at this point, but it is also like that on the news as well. Well, of course, of course. And I understand that at this time, you know, information is still developing. So we are still getting constantly, get constantly getting new information. Right. And that's changing. Um, You know, but at the same time, it's like he sat there, first of all, said it was a hoax, said it wasn't a big deal, said we have it under control. You know, there's only 15 deaths. Pretty soon there'll be zero. He went up there, boldly said that. Then he turns around and says, well, I thought that this was going to be a pandemic long before it was a pandemic. So now you're claiming that you <laughs> saw this. Like what? I, and then now you're saying, oh, we should be good by Easter, which is in like, what, two weeks? I, I'm just. But it's not happening. No, it's like, not happening.
0: Stay at home order is for now until April 30th. I well, feel yeah. like I extend it. Um, I was watching last night. They were saying for Californians, the peak isn't until April 27th.
1: Yeah, I did see that too. Oh. and.
0: Uh, There's no way we will be released on April 30th. No, if the peak is on the 27th, like right. I, w- they're gonna
1: add at least two more weeks to that. If that, it, it's, I think, like what they're, what I'm assuming, what they're kind of doing is they're slowly adding more time, slowly, slowly, because I feel like if they hit us real hard right now with. Hey guys, you're going to be locked up for three months. People will lose their minds. No, I mean people are losing their minds every two weeks. Right. Exactly. It's, it's a lot. Like, uh, I don't know. It's it's so much. Um and We keep talking about this, like that we are never going to forget. That I mean, obviously we're we can't. Like, this is such a big moment. But it's just it's crazy. We'll never forget this time. This no. No, this is this is like a very defining
0: time, I think, in everybody's life.
1: Yeah. And uh, Omar and I were actually we were talking about this last night. Um, you know, because 9-11 was such a, a monumental moment too for the US, obviously. Um, but it's interesting to see what happens after those events that occur. The repercussions, the new policies, the whatever that comes after it, you know, after it, when we start to get, try to get back to normal, what is left of it? And you know, with 9 we had what we had a uh, stricter policy at the airport, oh, we had to take right? Take off our shoes, and security was different. Um, there are things he- here and there, our mentality about a uh, terrorism is different, you know, all these things, but. I feel like this event, the coronavirus and what it's done to us, I feel like it's going to have a larger impact on our society than even 9-11 did. Yeah, this one is, uh, it's very personal. Yes.
0: And it's a very like introspective time. Like this is a very,
1: very personal historical moment. Right. But I also think when it comes to trying to get back to that normal that we've known before, I'll be curious to see how long that takes for us to get back because it's like, is this virus just going to all of a sudden go away in three months? Like, or will we keep seeing cases of this trickle here and there? I also heard another thing that said it'll be back in the fall. So it's interesting to see what that will do to our society because already we're social distancing already. We're disconnected in, in that physical way. You know, it's amazing. Um, now because of that disconnection, I've been more connected to my family online, calling on the phone and all these things that I wasn't before. Right. Yes is positive. Um, but you know what I mean? Like even just giving people a handshake, even a hug, even, um, you know, going to the store, all these simple things that we've taken for granted, it's like, will that ever go back to normal? And when? It's just, it's just just interesting. Probably if it does not for a really long time. So too. I think so too. And then it becomes, what does that do to society? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's
0: crazy. I mean, things are really, they're, they're shifting. The world is shifting if we like, if we want to accept it
2: or
1: not. Yeah. Yep. So. And, and a lot of it was necessary. There are certain, certain things as far as like environmental issues uh, oh, yeah. that it was necessary. Like it's so beautiful outside. Like it's so clear. And the air quality, you can smell it. I know. It's so clear. It's so beautiful. Yesterday I had to get out of the house. I was like, I need to go for a drive because I don't know if you guys saw the sunset. Yeah, but, Yeah. Yeah. I took a picture uh, of it. It was so beautiful, mm-hmm. and I just threw the dogs in the car. Omar was Omar stayed home. He was kind of in a funk because yesterday. Oh my god, we have been dealing with Expedia like oh, for two yeah. days straight, trying to cancel our trip. No, I know we were supposed to leave tomorrow, the second. Oh, I know. so sad, so, so sad, sad for you guys. It is, and and it, and it it's really a mindful too, because it's like, I feel almost guilty feeling bad about it. Because to me, I'm like, but this is such a bigger deal. This is such, people are dying, like, and I'm sitting here crying about my trip. It's, you're absolutely,
0: you're right. But also, like, this is in your own personal life. So it's okay to be bummed out.
1: Yeah, true.
0: This is like, you guys were planning this, looking forward to it. Like this is on your birthday. Like I get it. Like I yeah. totally understand it. And it's okay to like feel bummed out about it,
1: man. It's, it blows so hard. We were, we've been planning this for a long time and looking forward oh, to yeah. a long time. And you know, he, he did a lot of, it, it was his idea. He booked it. It was his gift to me for my birthday. And he had certain things, special things planned. So he was extra excited. He loves Amsterdam. So he's always wanted to take me there. And so, you know, he, we have been, or he has, I shouldn't even say we. He went for two days. We've been trying to get through to Expedia. He did two different calls that were four hours each of waiting on the phone. Um. Never got through. They just hung us up. Now it's to the point where I think they recognize your number and just automatically hang you up because we, yeah, we can't get through There's no one to pick up the calls. That is wild. We did get an email saying that they're going to give us a credit for our flights. Okay. That's good. I mean, it's better than nothing. I would, we would prefer a refund. Um, and we haven't heard anything back about the hotel, you know, and this wasn't like a cheap trip. So it's, we're definitely down some some money but um it's just you know it just sucks it really sucks and i know other people are going to, i mean people have weddings people have big life events my friend graduated um her and her boyfriend well actually my friend who tiffany my hairdresser her and her boyfriend they're finishing their phd's i mean this is years in the uh-huh. making that they have been working their asses off, blood, sweat, tears, like this is their year to celebrate and graduate and this is happening. So it's just, you know, it's really robbing us of so many amazing moments, but that's life, you know, life.
0: And it also like motivates you now for me more than ever to be prepared for really anything. Right, right. Like any anything can happen, even when this is all said and done, like yeah. anything else can happen. And it's just so important for us to always, and to some capacity, not be paranoid, but like be prepared right. for certain things. No, totally. It's, true. it's like, it's just important to remember these moments.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's hard because we take so much of it for granted. And, and then there's people that, you know, how prepared can you possibly be when you live paycheck to paycheck? I mean, So So many people live like that and it's just, that's how it is. And when something like this comes, it's catastrophic to them. Yeah. And my heart goes out to so many people right now, especially actually speaking of being ill-prepared, our freaking nurses and doctors, I like, I'm sure. Yeah. It's. They are superheroes for real. Like fuck sports. Fuck. Yeah. like, these are real heroes. They are really putting themselves in harm's way to save people's lives. And it's just so sad to see, you know, I've been watching a lot of them. um, They'll go on like YouTube or whatever and post these videos of them at the end of their shift. And they're just so defeated. And it's hard to watch. You know, I just, it's so sad. I feel so horrible for them. It's a lot that they're going through. Oh my God. It's, I know it's, it's unbelievable. I know. It's unbelievable. It really is. And then it's like, how do we get more supplies? It's like more companies need to, to step up and, and produce masks and, and protective gear for these nurses and doctors. We've had some companies step up and say, you know, Hey, we're going to step down from what we're doing and, and, do this for them, which is amazing. But we need more; it's not enough.
0: It's yeah, not no, enough.
1: and and I mean, this is
0: we're we've barely we're not going to obviously, like I said, hit the peak for a while. So right, we're
1: going to need more resources. Right. Yeah, and it's inevitable. And we're just so ill prepared, and we could not have been. This is not a worse time. How do I say this? We have the worst president to lead us through this horrible time. Like the timing of it all, it's like man. What is there to learn from this? Oh, there's there's so much
0: to learn from this. There's a huge lesson in this for sure. Yeah. Huge.
2: But um, we'll we'll see how much people learn
0: in the end. It's going to be very telling. I think this presidency is going to be very telling.
1: Yeah. He needs to go.
0: Yeah. The uh, the election is it's it's either going to be super inspiring or very eye-opening or both. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I think a lot of people are really starting to – it's in your face. Like, you can't ignore it anymore. He is a horrible president to lead us through this type of situation. And if we go through this again, do you really want someone like him leading us? It's just – It leaves me speechless, truly. I don't even know what more to say. (laughs) I don't know how to convince people. It's just the proof is in the pudding. But, um, yeah, I have been an emotional roller coaster up and down. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Like, one minute things are, like, not fine, but, you know, bearable. Uh, And the next minute it's just, it's scary. It's terrifying. Every time it's, I turn on the news I'm scared.
0: Yeah, it's um it's the how unpredictable it is. Right. I think is weighing on a lot of people. Yeah. So those like waves of anxiety or like waves of paranoia or worry are like absolutely understandable. I get that too. Yeah. Um it's just important for us to like stick to what we're doing and do our part in the end. Yeah. That's like that's all we can do. I was talking to Darla about that this morning. I'm like, look, all we can do at this point is exactly what we've been doing. Yeah, that is self quarantining. That is, you know, keeping in touch with people, trying to stay as positive as possible, even though it is hard, and we're all going through our ups and downs, and it's okay. But as long as we keep doing our part, we're going to get through this. I was also, I was researching and they were saying that Californians are actually really, really doing their part in staying inside the most. It's us in right. Washington. Uh-huh. And it's is, starting to work. It's working. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really working. So we are doing our part. Um, and yeah, that's all we can do.
1: That's yeah, all we literally. can do. That's the only part we have control over, which is so right. crazy. Man, it. it I feel like I'm in a dream. Like it just still, I, it's, I can't grasp it fully. Like it's so insane to me. Mm-hmm. So insane. And I wish I had like some funny joke or story to like lighten up the mood and situation, but I got nothing. <laughs> like we've just been sitting in here and, Nothing exciting has happened really. It's just I mean, my disco light came in the mail. <laughs> my disco light exciting. <laughs> It looked dope. I saw you guys posted it. Yeah, I'm excited about. It. I wish I ordered two cuz it's kind of small and so two would have been perfect, but hey, it is what it is. We're going to make it work. Um my birthday's coming up so that should be interesting. I know, it's going to be f- it's
0: we're going to make it the best that we can. Um we obviously aren't going to be
1: together. Right. But we're gonna have a Zoom party. Right. It's going to be good. I'm going to take advantage of the fact that um Dean Ice Nice is ho- is doing he's already doing uh a DJ set on Saturday so I'm like yeah, use it's this. Up, it's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah, so it's so mostly, perfect. I never thought I'd be entering thirty five at this this type of situation, these conditions i know I know,
0: but you're healthy, which is oh my god, like I was thinking about that the other night, I'm like, we are just so fortunate to be healthy, yeah, so fortunate i know it's it's you're, really like oh my god I know being sick, even just like a common cold is
1: horrible. I can't even imagine having this. Right. Or even just, even if you don't even have the, like anything else, if you have to go to the doctor for anything else, it's terrifying. It's like a risk. Yeah, absolutely. I can't imagine
0: being pregnant right now. I can't imagine having a small child right I now. Know. I know it's frightening.
1: It is. It really is. Cause it's like, you do not want to go to the hospital no. and they're dealing with so much. It's like, we forget that they even have to still deal with our regular, you know, doctor visits and all those kinds of things. And you know, that, that part doesn't stop. No, it so, does Yeah, I know my prayers and my heart go out to all those medical workers, man. They are, they are really our heroes.
0: Yep. They are. And I, we can't ever forget that either when oh. this is all said and done, we have to really remember who pushed through for us during this time, like who in society really, really helped out, like the people right. at the grocery store, the doctors, right. the nurses, like, my God, even like people working right now for like UPS. I know. You know, like they're they're dropping off supplies. Like this is, oh my God. Yeah. Scary times, man. All right. So on a brighter note, so I posted this picture this morning.
1: Oh. And... <laughs> I'm so glad you remembered
0: because I was going to ask you and I totally forgot. (laughs) So I posted a picture, and it's of Miguel Munch and I laying in bed, Uh and everyone's like, "Oh my god, who took this picture? Like, what's going on here? Where's Vanity, (laughs) guys? Vanity, first of all, did not take it. (laughs) Um, But like, let me break this down for you because it's actually very simple. (laughs) And let me give her a shout out because. The person that asked for us to explain this on the podcast was really sweet. Uh huh. So her name is uh, X Catastrophe. I hope I'm saying that right. (laughs) Hey, girl. She left a comment. She said, LOL, you better tell us how you took this on your podcast. (laughs) I said, LOL, I
2: agree.
0: (laughs) Yes. So here we go. So this is what I did (laughs) I laid my phone down. And I put my phone on a three-second timer. Oh, Facing okay. my mirror. So we have mirrors above our bed, yes, for right. that couple.
2: Man.
0: And And um, so I just, I set it on his, um, like, on his lap. Oh, okay. And it kept taking pictures. So what I did was, after we were all done, I Photoshopped the phone out.
1: Oh, okay. So, I thought that. I was like they must have a camera pointed up. Cause I obviously, I know you have a mirror up there. Right. So I'm like, they had to have to, had a camera on the bed, but I couldn't, I was like zooming in everywhere and couldn't find it. Yeah. Yeah. So I Photoshopped the phone out of each picture. That's hilarious.
0: Yeah. I was like, Hmm, let me just take this out and see how it would look. And since it's on like white sheets, you can't notice it's just right. white. It's easy so- to take out. That's what I did, guys. Super easy. He <laughs> uh, was in our room taking pictures. You guys are nasty fucking freaks. That is not <laughs> what happened. I took it myself on self timer. So there well, you go. there you
1: go. <laughs> Explained. Yeah. Um, also, I just thought of something. So I'm going to try my best now that we have some time. Um, any references that we talk about on the show, uh, like, We have to find, for example, if you can dig up that photo that we took in Louisiana of the ghosts. Oh, yes. I do have that. Yes. Okay. We need to just start posting this shit because somebody messaged me and they were like, every time you talk about something, I want to look at it. And I go to your page and it's not there. And I'm like, you're very right. We don't post that. (laughs) (laughs) Because like, obviously we also talk, we record things and then, you know, we, post it like a week or two or whatever, three weeks. I mean, up to five weeks later that the episode comes out. So I'm not going to lie. A lot of times we forget or, you know, life gets in the way. And I literally have, I think it's like my camera roll has like 20,000. Like I haven't deleted anything off my phone. I know we were going through it the (laughs) Yes, we were going through it the other day and I have, I think, like over 20,000 videos and pictures. That's crazy. So if you can imagine, it's very difficult to navigate that. So I'm trying to organize everything and go through that and hopefully I'll find things to post that we reference. So if there's anything in particular that you really want to see, just, I guess, DM us or comment on our pictures or whatever, and I'll see if I can try to dig it up and post it. Exactly. Um, so you guys can have a visual of certain things. <laughs> so yeah, we'll like, be
0: better at that.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm so bad at that. I feel bad. But it's life, man. <laughs> it's
0: life. trying to be better. <laughs> we are. We are. But with that said, our guest today, we've actually had on before. Um, and her life story was so interesting. We wanted to bring her back. So yeah. today we'll be chatting with my trainer, Corey Shack. So stay tuned. Since most of us are working from home these days, we all need a break now and then. But why not keep your brain active while you relax? That's why I love the fun puzzle game Best Fiends. When you need some me time, Best Fiends is a fun escape from the everyday. Now, I've been playing so long, I got my family and friends hooked, we compete against each other, and it's a really fun, creative way to stay connected through some really crazy times. And the best part? Best Fiends does not require internet to play, so you don't need to worry about Wi-Fi access or using your cell data. Best Fiends has thousands of levels already, with new levels, events, and characters added every month. It's hours of fun right at your fingertips you can even play offline. With over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews, Best Fiends is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends.
1: What do companies like Ring, Hint, and Tacovas all have in common? They all use NetSuite to accelerate their growth. And that's because successful companies know that in order to grow faster, you must have the right tools. With NetSuite, you get a full picture of your business, finance, inventory, HR, customers, and more. It's everything you need to grow all in one place. Run your entire business from anywhere, even if you're working from home, like most of us are right now. With NetSuite, you're covered. NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system. Trusted by more than 20,000 companies, it's the last system you're ever going to need. NetSuite, business grows here. Schedule your free product tour right now and receive your free guide, Six Ways to Run a More Profitable Business at netsuite.com slash ladies. That's netsuite.com slash ladies. netsuite.com slash ladies. All right, guys, we are back from the break, and we are going to get into it. Our girl, Tori Shack is in the building. We've talked to her before. She is Nas's trainer. She also has a nonprofit organization, Tangible Movement, and she's here to talk with us again today. Thank you, Tori, for being here. Hey, Tori. Um, My
3: pleasure.
0: Thanks for having me. Of Of course. course. Oh, we were all so busy. I'm glad we could coordinate.
3: Yep. (laughs) So busy. Like, beyond.
1: Yeah. Okay. Washing
3: my hands and looking out the window all day long. Oh
1: my god, I posted that. (laughs) (laughs) Get ready for a big day of washing my hands and looking out the window. Um, okay, first things first, Tori. I know that you have suffered from depression, anxiety, all kinds of lovely things. Um, Mm -hmm. how are you holding up with this right now? Because I know it's not easy for a lot of us and if anyone has suffered from any mental illness, it's especially extra challenging right now um, for those people. So, how are you holding up?
3: Uh, yeah, I have good days and bad days,
1: mm-hmm.
3: or average days. You know, um, right. it just kind of depends. Um, it depends on my activity level, really. Honestly, if right. I stick and maintain to a routine, then I'm okay. If I'm like out of the routine, um, <clears throat> I lay I lay around for too long, then it, the depression just like zooms in literally,
0: um, yeah, no i I feel you i'm I'm the same way, yeah, same, um, but I for me, I'm accepting that it's okay to have those feelings, and it's okay to be like, you know what, Let me just take a break and take a nap, like you're okay, it's fine, yeah. you can feel this and then still pick up and do what you have to do later,
3: yes, so what I've been doing uh, uh, in that situation, actually. Okay. Is, um, <clears throat> if I am feeling really funky and off and I'm taking like two naps in the morning or whatnot, I'm like, okay, you know what? And it's like one o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm restarting my day. Right. So I'll, I'll go make myself coffee. Just like i make it in the morning and literally restart my day from that moment. And then do an ex- exercise, force myself to exercise or like clean out, a clean out a drawer or something and then work on tangible movement or just create things, tasks that I can check off a list. So it seems like these are things that I need to be doing, but I, I definitely um, need to restart my day a few times. And sometimes I can't, sometimes I'm just like laid out and I, I just, you know, depression gets the best of me.
0: Right. No, I, I feel you. I totally feel you. It's a lot. This is really intense.
1: That's a great tip though, because I think a lot of times people get this mentality of, well, I've already, you know, wasted this part of the day. Let me just waste the rest. What's the uh, point? But we can restart at any moment and I love that, you know. Especially now when honestly time doesn't even matter. What is time right now? Right. Days, times it doesn't
0: it doesn't matter. Like what's beautiful is we are gifted now with time. Yeah. You know a lot of it. A lot, a lot of it. Yeah. I, I mean too much, but like it is what it is. So yeah, I totally get it.
1: And you, Tori, you're, um, you live alone. You have your dog with you. Thank God, Rufus. Yes, I know. Um, yeah, so Naz and I have, you know, we live with our significant others. Thank God, because I don't know how I would handle it if I was truly alone. You know, and I know a lot of people are going through this quarantine alone. And what kind of things does that stir up?
3: A lot. Um, Thanks. That's a great question. Um, Yes. My significant other lives in Mexico Mm -hmm. um, and she's terrified. She works in the news business there. So she's terrified of what's going to come uh, based on what's happening over here. Um, I've lived alone for about seven years and I'm an extrovert introvert. So I generally enjoy just being normally like Uh if I have a really, I I love having a really hard week, you know, really putting in the work, like just being exhausted, and then chilling on the weekends. Now this is way too much chill, way too much chill. And I have no interaction with anybody. Right. right. So that's why for me having a set routine and making sure that I interact with somebody, uh, via FaceTime, um, you know, once or twice a day, um, setting up meetings, um, zoom meetings. Mm-hmm. And, um, I exercise every morning that I can a couple, you know, there's been a number of times i just couldn't get out of bed but I, I do work out. I, I run in the morning. I run by myself. Okay. It's safe. <laughs> okay. And when, when someone else is coming at me, I go way around them. So it's all good. Um, and if I didn't run, um, I would absolutely lose my mind. Um, having nobody to talk to and I've, I've lowered my, my news consumption like substantially. Right. I am a news junkie and now I, I've limited myself to one hour a day. Right. Um, just cause it's so horrible and nothing is going to come of watching the news cause you're stuck in your house. So nothing's, you know, it's nothing's going to change for you as a person or me as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, I take Rufus for walks. Um, but not having a, my partner here is actually, honestly, probably better. <laughs> 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 and I told her this, I'm like, honestly, babe, it's way better that you're not here because I would get really like agitated I know that there's like people out there who are like talking divorce right now because they can't. Yeah. S- they're so over being with their significant other, and that's. I know that's how I would get because I'm really. I need my personal space a lot. A lot of my personal space, but it's hard um, in you know keeping routine and and that and, and keeping motivated because I'm self. I have to self motivate now. You know, right? So That'll be the hardest thing. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, that's that's probably one of the toughest things is to remain motivated throughout all of this Mm -hmm. because that it when once that anxiety creeps up it's just like oh Oh, yeah the fight is like so real yep I get days
1: too where I I wake up in bed and I just lay there and I'm like what's the point of even getting up right now like what is the point like it's and I have to tell myself get up like don't do this to yourself but I definitely go through the same thing
3: Yeah, and also what I eat is really important as far as my mental health is concerned. Like, you can easily just lay around and be like, okay, I'm just gonna eat junk, which I've done. Don't get me wrong. Like, I have ordered uh, vegan Ben & Jerry's um, a couple (laughs) times, okay? (laughs) I'm telling you, if you guys haven't tried it, you won't be able to tell the difference.
1: Wait, are you talking about the non-dairy one? Yes. Yes, I buy it too. That's my thing for ice cream. So
3: good. So good. Okay, so I, yeah, I... (sighs) especially late at, late at night, you know, I'm like, I'm just like, okay. And all of a sudden, like the little, little pint is like gone. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. So, um, and then I feel like shit. Just, it's not because the guilt, it's because of the sugar. The next right. day I just feel heavy and lethargic and gross. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that, that makes me want to lay in bed more. And then the depression keeps in and my mind starts going crazy. So it's kind of like, I've got to be extra, extra careful of what I put into my body right now. Right. And extra careful of what kind of consumption of news or TV I'm I'm watching. Um, I've never been so thrilled to watch junk TV. I don't watch junk TV usually.
2: <laughs> I okay. know. Wait, you
3: killed
0: okay. me about 90 Day Fiance. That's yes, hilarious. yes.
3: I never thought that junk TV would actually make me feel sane, and so uh, I I watched some junk TV. Um, And uh, I I got uh, a bunch of weights here and stuff. So I go outside and I'll do an afternoon workout, like a little 30 minute uh, weight training workout, just to Mm -hmm. kind of split up my day, run in the morning, do some, you know, whatever around the house, cook. I'm cooking more than I've ever cooked before. Normally I used to order uh, out uh, Postmates almost five nights a week, at least now I'm cooking every meal. And um, that's a huge change for me. Um, So, and then, like I said, I work on projects with, for Tangible. Uh, we just had a great meeting with Tinder. We're going to be working together on some initiatives. Yeah. Oh,
2: Tinder, really?
3: Yeah, Tinder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they really want to get into the, um, you know, more of the getting back uh, field of things. So as long as I stay busy and have a checklist, like at night, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do tomorrow? Okay, I'm going to okay. do this in the morning. I'm going to do this in the mid morning. I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this part of this book. I'm going to get this work done. I have this meeting. I'm going to work out at this time and, and then going to bed early, you know, because if I stay up later, I just eat ice cream.
0: Right. <laughs> so, so would you say that this checklist is something that helps ease your anxiety through
3: this time? A thousand percent. I, I've suffered from anxiety before and I always accounted it to my personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, I've suffered from depression. I'm alcoholic recovering, alcoholic recovering from an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have bipolar type two, you know, I got everything, I have OCD <laughs> and the anxiety, I always just thought was part of my personality, which kind of made me kind of go like, okay, let's do, do, do this, do this. Now it's like off the chart. And I'm like, okay, I, I literally, I really do have an anxiety problem. Like, <laughs> and, um, it's, it significant. It takes my anxiety from like, on a scale of one to 10, from like a 20 down to like a four. Wow. If I do that checklist. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I believe it. So I just think that having those specific times, like you said, I can see why it helps somebody with anxiety because a lot of times anxiety is driven by so much of the unknown and you kind yep. of spiral out of control because it's, you're too up in the air and you need that structure.
3: So uh, an- anxiety is a total control thing. Exactly. And so if you, if I can create uh, an environment in which I am in control of, right, I feel much better. And that's why I have a specific, because if I don't say, okay, during this time, this time, and like at 6am between six or eight, I'm going on a run. If I don't do it, mm-hmm. um, then I, I said, okay, well then well, I'm just laying in bed or whatnot, but mm-hmm. I, I'm controlling my time and it's, I'm not allowing my head to control me right in this manner. So by, you know, between eight, eight, you know, six and eight, I do my run. at this time I do, um, you know, I clean out a drawer. Uh, I go take Rupus for a walk, then I do a workout and then I'll do some laundry or cook, you know, cook a meal or, or, um, read or, you know, I'm at that point I'm fully in control of my day. Mm -hmm. And that's what anxiety is. Anxiety is you feel like you're out of control. You don't, you can't, there's things that you can't control and you future trip. Start future tripping your butt off. So it kind of keeps me like, sh- it keeps you present in that moment again, which is mm-hmm. another really great thing. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, absolutely. I love all of this. Um, okay, so going back to food, mm-hmm. I want to discuss uh, diet fads. Sure.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: which do you prefer, if any? So there's like the keto diet, paleo, intermittent fasting, Atkins. I mean, which is the go-to, which is reliable or which is just plain bullshit?
3: Okay. Great question. Uh, first of all, everybody is different and everybody, um, everybody like B O D Y body, um, (laughs) reacts differently to certain different types of uh, food planning. Right. So I wouldn't say that they're all like wrong. I believe, I just don't believe that a fad or one type of diet is sustainable throughout the rest of your life. And I believe my, my philosophy is I would, I like the 80 20 rule where you can live life and enjoy life eating, you know what you want to eat rather than counting macros, counting, you know, calories, weighing your food, eating strict protein and meat all the time, which makes you constipated and you can't shit. You know, it's like, then you're all bloated all the time. You know, so there's like, the, you know, um, actually, um, uh, Michelle's on the keto diet right now. I didn't, I did not advocate for that at all, but that's, mm. she likes it. And, um, I, but I don't, don't believe in be, Oh, sorry. Keto's not I supposed to be long. N- no, it's not. None of these are supposed to be long-term. And that's the thing is when people start keto diet, I, I ask them, I'm like, you really think you're going to be able to sustain this for the next, you know, 10 years? Mm -hmm. and they're like well yeah i'm like no the answer is no okay (laughs) you're gonna want to have ice cream at some point in your life okay and then you're gonna feel guilty like so So these i believe that these fad diets create disordered eating and or eating disorders Mm. um and yeah i now you can pick and choose like for instance you can do like a light paleo which would be basically um, a normal diet, you just uh, you know adding in more carbs than what the paleo diet would call, call for. Mm-hmm. You just gotta be smart with your food, basically. And you know, eighty percent of the time, eat good, and twenty percent of the time, you know, have what you want and enjoy it. Like if you're traveling, um, you're not always gonna be able to have what is in your meal plan or your diet plan, and then you're gonna stress out. You're not gonna enjoy your vacation because you're 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 freaking out about your diet and your, bo- and your body. You're not enjoying the food because it's not the type of food that you're normally supposed to be eating on your diet. And it just kind of creates like a mental, real, a mental, like just badness of uh, food. And and, and your outlook on food is is negative. And that's kind of what all of those do is a negative outlook for food.
1: And you're, you're, I feel like you start to kind of overthink it too much and it just, food should be enjoyed, but at the same time it serves a purpose, you know? So like, I think what really helps me with all this, because I've, you know, yo yo dieted my whole freaking life. Um, we had Kelly Levesque on one of our episodes. She's a nutritionist. And she talks about this fab for a philosophy. And she just basically says every meal you want to have fiber, fat, protein, and I cannot remember. Carbohydrates. Oh, green. Greens. Greens. Okay.
2: Greens.
1: okay. So, which I guess could be your carbs too, right? Mm, yeah,
3: technically
1: speaking. Technically, but. yeah. So I mean, carbs is kind of like you do need carbs. You don't need a lot, I guess, but um, but as long as you definitely have those four in every meal, I've started to kind of think about it that way, and it's really helped me balance things a lot better. And I'm not overthinking it. I'm like, okay, I got some good fat. I got some fiber, some protein. I got some greens in there, and yeah, that's it. And I leave it at that. No, what I love about that is it doesn't limit you to just like, I
0: only have to eat this one thing. Like there are so many different types of foods that have healthy fats. Exactly. Our carbs, like there's, you can mix it up in so many ways. I love that.
3: Yeah. Yep. And that's that's basically what my philosophy is, is, you know, eat healthy 80% of the time. And it's like healthy is exactly that have something from from the, from those four food groups. Mm -hmm. Don't count your calories. Don't count your macros. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't believe in meal planning because it's not practical and it it limits the enjoyment of, of things in life. Mm-hmm. And if you can't enjoy life, then what's the point, you know?
1: Right. I, th- I think interest. that's interesting you say that about meal planning because I feel like, d- for me, when I don't plan ahead, that's when I make bad choices.
3: So- okay. For some people, meal planning, like, if you have, if for me, that's what... I did when I had an eating disorder, right? I'm a control freak. hence <laughs> the anxiety. Um, so I had to control every little thing that went into my body. I had a scale. I was counting macros. I was counting calories. I would look at a plate of food and I would count the calories in my head of what I had. And then I'd count the calories of what I, ex- expenditures of exercise I did. And I'm like, okay, hey, I can eat Lord. this? And the, yes. That's, and I, and that problem with that is, is that it doesn't just go away when you decide that you want to get rid of that eating disorder. Mm-hmm. It lasts for, for me, it lasted for a year. I had to, really work on turning it off because it's automatic.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: so um, that's one thing that I don't feel like I need to control anymore
2: mm-hmm. is
3: my food intake. And that's just because of then so much work around it in therapy and, you know, in treatment mm-hmm. that um, it's, it's not productive for me to have a strict diet or strict outline for some people it might work for them. But then once they go off of it, mm-hmm. that's where then they go off the rails and then they feel right. guilty and horrible. So I guess whatever works for you works for you, but just think about it in the long term. Like, how am I going to sustain this in the long term? Am I going to just eat meat and fat <laughs> for the rest of my right. life?
2: Right. You know. Right.
3: So, and basically <laughs> Atkins, you know, and and the, the intermittent fasting. Yes, there is science. There is science behind it. But mm-hmm. let me tell you something. It's it's the science is the same as calories in versus calories out. Mm-hmm. In the intermittent fasting, you're just not you're, you're not taking in as, as many calories. You're burning more than you're taking in. You could do the same thing throughout your day by just limiting the amount of food that you consume.
1: Mm -hmm. But the problem is people have a hard time doing that. (laughs) Yes. I think they gravitate towards these types of like, oh, well, if you do it this way, it'll be easier, you know? And that's kind of the mentality with that.
3: If these fad diets worked, there'd be no health and fitness magazines. There'd be no... Nothing. Because guess what? If they actually, if one of them actually worked, then that'd be it. They're going to need to be written anymore. So.
1: Um, okay. One last thing too, that I want to talk to you about too, is women have this, uh, hesitation about lifting weights. Mm-hmm. Let's let's debunk the myth on that women cannot bu- um bulk up the way that men can if they lift weights because Naz and I both lift weights and we're not bodybuilders like
3: That's you know. right. <laughs> so let's talk about that real quick. Okay. So basically if you're looking at Instagram, um I have a lot to say about Instagram influencers.
1: <laughs> well, I'll right. be back again.
3: <laughs> yes, um you have to bleep out the names of the people I would like to mention. Uh I have some words for them, but if if you're looking at somebody um, <clears throat> that is shredded, right? Mm-hmm. Like absolutely shredded and buffed, you know, has lots of muscles for a female. If it looks like they're in the gym six hours a day and starving themselves, then that's what they're doing. Okay. So um, they don't, or unless it's really, really great genetics. Okay. Same thing with, you know, the asses out there. Right. Right. That ass is ginormous and they have little, <laughs> little stick legs. It's, you know, it, they're, they're not getting back from squatting. Cause if they actually try to squat, they fall over. Cause that butt would be just like too heavy, just like fall, right. you know, make them fall over. Right. But, um, so the, the science behind it is you, you're right. We don't have the testosterone that males have. Number two, n- most of us don't work out nearly the amount of time that would take for us to bulk. If you're working out, you know, um, an hour, forty-five minutes, thirty minutes a day, five days a week, and you're hitting your legs like twice, you know, three days a week, maybe, um, mm-hmm. you're still not going to bulk up. It, initially, yes, you will if you'll, Initially, you will get a little bit tighter in your jeans if you work your legs mm-hmm. and your butt uh, because it's you're putting muscle underneath the fat, and so you're burning the fat. But mm-hmm. as you know, nosing, um,
1: mm-hmm.
3: it takes quite a while to actually build an ass.
0: Yes. It took us over
3: two years. That's right. Mm -hmm. And we did it slowly and methodically. And um, it doesn't just appear unless the only way it would would appear and the only way it would appear like really, really quickly is if you were in the gym, like three hours a day, five days a week, Mm -hmm. totally counting your macros, you know, lifting like a bodybuilder. And most women don't. Most women would lift like eight pounds, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, when they're doing hand weights and they're squatting, you know, maybe they're at most their body weight not gonna bulk up we don't have the testosterone that men have and we do not we're not in the gym as much time as a bodybuilder is so to answer your question (laughs) is wrong
1: (laughs) oh sorry if we can open the bio to call people shit (laughs) out And muscle burns fat, people. The more muscle you have, yep. the quicker and, and easier you will burn that fat. So if you're trying to blast fat and if you want to tone, if you need if you want to get that toning, you have to do some sort of weight lifting. Absolutely.
3: That's just yep, because
1: and, if, and guys, consistency
0: is key.
3: Yeah. Yes. And the more muscle, lean muscle mass you have on you, the f- easier you're going to burn your food. It's just going to make everything a hundred thousand times better. You have more energy, mm-hmm. um, your sex drive will increase um, for a lot of females actually, mm-hmm. um, and you just feel stronger on the inside, and you feel a little bit more confident. And your and your the clothing that you're fitting in, it, you're not going to get huge. I can guarantee you, you will not get ginormous unless you have testosterone levels that a man has, unless you're taking steroids, which a lot of those influencers are taking, by the way, FYI. Uh, Okay. Um, Or, you know, basically doing hardcore, super restrictive dieting and, and lifting super, super heavy, multiple five to six days a week, two to three hours a day.
1: So what's your, um, before we go, what is your recommended um, times in general? Obviously, I think everyone's kind of different, but for a week workout, what is the recommended times of cardio and weightlifting? Like, how do you distribute that?
3: I mean, it depends on your setup. If you have, if, if you have a gym or you're going at your, your house or not, but I well, like let's to say right in, now in quarantine, <laughs> okay. in quarantine, you know, do like 15 and quarantine the best, honestly, the best exercise you can do would be, um, uh, like a hit routine. And okay. so where you mix in the cardio with the weights and do it for 30, 45 minutes max. Cause anything more than that, you're just going to you're going to hate your life basically at mm-hmm. this point so start out slow like if you don't have you if you've never exercised before start out with just doing some body weight squats mm-hmm. and doing some you know push-ups from your from your knees uh, and then some jumping jacks um, you can also if you have a gallon of milk jug you can use that as a weight to mm-hmm. do squats if you want to take it up a notch you could use uh, flour like bags of flour put it into your pillowcase and use it as a kettlebell Mm-hmm. Um, litter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cat litter. Um, <laughs> but the amount of the amount of cardio per uh versus weight training is totally dependent upon that individual mm-hmm. and the body type. So whatever you feel most comfortable with. But mm-hmm. I would suggest at least, especially in quarantine, at least fifteen minutes a day of, of cardio, of some sort of cardiovascular activity that gets your heart rate up and gets <sighs> your blood pumping.
1: Okay. Good to know.
3: 15, 15 to twenty minutes for sure that really gets you going
1: that's what we've and, been doing which i know is bare minimum but i'm like hey at least it's better than nothing <laughs> always better than nothing something trying- is
3: always better than nothing okay. yes
1: i'm just trying to next step is to incorporate uh Nas's resistance bands <laughs> exactly
3: oh yes yes How, those are amazing you guys pick them up if you don't have them yes and they're really pretty colors
0: they are <laughs> And if Tori's saying that yeah.
2: you know, they're the <laughs>
3: <laughs> But those bands honestly would be amazing to have in quarantine. And I'm not just pitching it because it's Nas. Right. I, I'm literally order them off of the website or wherever you're ordering wherever you order them from. It's, right. You can use them for so many things. Um, you know, Nas and I put together the workouts basically. Um, so they they're legitimate and uh you'll feel better afterwards you'll feel better after moving you know and, and the, the workouts better.
0: you get on infinityfit.com right yes the infinityfit.com you can grab the bands and the workouts they are there yep awesome, oh, awesome. Corey, thank you
1: yes you're very thank welcome glory for taking we'll a you busy day
3: <laughs> yes next on my list is yeah. um take a shit
2: Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <have one. laughs> Enjoy your shit.
3: <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll talk to you guys later.
1: You, sorry. Bye.
3: All right. Bye. bye.
1: Thank you guys for listening in again. We appreciate you guys tuning in during such difficult times. Um, you know, and just everyone be safe. Take care of yourself and take care of one another, please.
0: Be kind, always.
1: Always be kind. Bye. Thanks for listening to Ladies Like Us from The
0: Lady Gang and Podcast One. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Baquette. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every
2: single week.